0: Visit roberthalf.com today.
1: Let's get a bit of an early look at free agency next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Dave Richard. And while the 2022 NFL season is technically not over for another four days, we got that big game coming up on Sunday between the Eagles and Chiefs. You might have heard about it. Big game. Uh, but Dave, you and I are going to take a an early look at the 2023 free agency class. The full episode of Fantasy Football Today on Thursday is going to have a much more robust breakdown of free agency. But Dave, let's, uh, let's go a little position by position. And we'll start with QB, where, where Derek Carr's status is one of the bigger question marks. We know that the Raiders have given him permission to talk to other teams. He's going to meet with the Saints this week. Where would the Saints rank on potential landing spots for Derek Carr? I'd say it's
2: probably like considering all the spots that are realistic, Chris. It's got to be top five. They've got a great young receiver in Chris Olave. Mm-hmm. They've got pieces of a good offensive line. Coaching staff isn't going to turn over that much, at least turn over that much, at least not offensively. And he'll play indoors. Fast track surface always helps. So I'd be inclined to say that he would be a number two fantasy quarterback. If he went to New Orleans, I think w- any quarterback that ends up in New York with the Jets will be in a real catbird seat to potentially have a big year. I'd like to see any quarterback worth his weight in salt, gold, whatever, <laughs> end up in New York with the Jets. So I, if he goes to the Saints, it's good for him. He's going to be a number two fantasy quarterback no matter what.
1: You know, I don't know how realistic it would be, but Derek Carter, the Buccaneers would be pretty good uh, as well, because that's one that, sure. I mean... I don't, maybe Kyle Trask can surprise us, but if he's the starting quarterback for the Buccaneers next year, that would probably not be a good thing for Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, who, you know, it's entirely possible. Chris Godwin and Mike Evans aren't both back in Tampa, but one possible domino of this that, you know, we don't have to spend too much time on, but I wouldn't hate seeing Jameis Winston back there. We've seen those guys have very good seasons with him. So that would be a potential ramification of Derek Carr going to the saints. If it came to pass the, Let's move on to the rest of the free agency preview. And the the big headline here is going to be the running back class. This is a really good group of running backs heading into free agency, headlined by Saquon sure Barkley, but also Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard. Uh, is a restricted are likely to be a restricted free agent. But also guys like Rashad Penny, Kareem Hunt, Miles Sanders. It's a, it's a really interesting group of running backs. And I guess the question here is, what running back do you think has the chance to see the biggest increase in value this offseason?
2: I'm not sure if there's a running back that could get a big increase in value from this list. There's a chance that David Montgomery goes somewhere Mm -hmm. where he's the 1A of an offense like he was in Chicago, but it's it's a better offensive line. Maybe it's an offense that's run heavy like Atlanta. Maybe it's an offense with a coach who's on staff that he's familiar with, like Matt Nagy in Kansas City, and he goes to the Chiefs, and now he's their lead back. It would be a situation like that, but I think Montgomery is the one who's most likely to change teams, who Mm -hmm. would see a shot at having his value go up. Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, I expect them to stay with their teams. Their value is going to be what it's going to be. Miles Sanders, I guess, is in the same bucket as David Montgomery. I'm just not sure if other teams see him that much differently than how the Eagles see him. Great runner, but someone who has yeah. a hard time staying healthy and not a three down player. So it, I'd be surprised if a team made a move to acquire Miles Sanders and then put him in a position to be a feature workhorse.
1: Yeah. And then the other one is, you know, Tony Pollard, who we mentioned. It sounds like the Cowboys are probably going to bring him back. It sounds like they want to bring the the Pollard-Ezekiel Elliott combination back. If they opted to bring Tony Pollard back and not Ezekiel Elliott, that would be amazing for Pollard. But (laughs) this is Jerry Jones we're talking about. This is the Jones family we're talking about. They love Ezekiel Elliott a lot more than seemingly anybody else in the world. And uh, they're probably going to bring that duo back and. Look, I can't exactly blame them. It was a very effective duo, even if we would like to see Tony Pollard unleashed a little more than he was. Pollard's the one that needs to change
2: teams and and go with an offensive play caller who will trust him more than the Cowboys, Mm. who have gone on record to say that they like using him about 30 snaps a game.
1: Yeah, there was the one game where that wasn't true, and he was amazing. But it doesn't seem like that's going to be his full time role. Wide receiver is, you know, last to see off season obviously was a, a massive off for wide receiver movement. We had all those trades, big names moving on. This season, at least in the free agency pool, uh, Jacoby Myers, DJ Chark, uh, Alan Lazar. It, it's a uh, Juju Smith Schuster, uh, I guess, if we're still you know excited about him. It's not a great group, but there are some potential cap casualties who could join them in free agency. Tell us about those. The top three names on this
2: list are Amari Cooper, who's still under 30, Keenan Allen, who's on the wrong side of 30, and Michael Thomas, who will be 30 next season. These are all guys who are established in the NFL, certainly established in fantasy circles. Everybody knows what they're capable of. The fingers are crossed that they can all stay healthy, which is going to be part of their profile that teams would look at if they were cut by the rosters that they're on. You think about Keenan Allen and how long he's been with the Chargers, total Mm -hmm. staple in that offense. They've got a new play caller there. They're in some real cap trouble. If they cut Keenan Allen, they're out of that cap trouble pretty much with one Swift move they could also try and restructure him but he's 31 years old Michael Thomas already restructured his contract that's in anticipation of him getting cut he'll end up going to a team that just needs a perimeter receiver and they'll just hope that he stays healthy for more than just three games like he did last year. And then Amari Cooper, I, I wonder if the Browns figure out a way to make it work with him because he's an established receiver. They need guys who are good pass catchers and good route runners to work around Deshaun Watson as this offense enters a new phase in 2023 with Watson, a full off-season program behind him in Cleveland.
1: And Watson's about to get a lot more expensive after he was only a $1 million cap hit last season. So they're going to have to you know, do some juggling there. It'll be interesting to see what the Browns do. And, you know, they've got Kareem Hunt heading into free agency as well, who probably isn't going back given what we heard uh, before the season. I, so. I wouldn't think so, no. Yeah. That's another name to keep in mind, Kareem Hunt. Still on the right side of 30. Could be uh, a featured back next season. So a lot to keep in mind. Make sure you listen to the full episode of Fantasy Football Today for more free agency preview. And we'll see you tomorrow to preview the big game.